Imperial Planet Earth, the North American Continent. Princess Ophelia Ordanus felt a fierce sense of joy as she led a squad of synths out onto the narrow footbridge that connected the palace to the royal tower. The summer residence had been built on top of a mountain in the Rockies, where, in the words of the first Emperor Ordanus, I can see the sun rise and feel the urgency of the wind. And even the ruler's critics had to admit that the soaring turrets, the carefully placed observation platforms, and the frail-looking bridges that tied everything together made for a truly remarkable structure. But in spite of the poetic words and the almost ethereal beauty of the first emperor's creation, the Sky Castle, as the locals referred to it, was far more than a monument to the imperial ego. Because deep within the heart of the mountain, where it was safe from every possible threat, was the government that bound billions of people together. And a good thing, too. For there were other space-faring races in the galaxy, some of which would have been happy to glass Earth. The Hudathans being an excellent example. But the Ridgeheads aren't going to get the chance, Ophelia thought to herself as her heels clicked on the pavers under her boots. The sheer drop of more than 500 feet on either side of the causeway meant the tower was an island where the monarch could retreat if necessary, something Emperor Alfred Ordanus III did with increasing frequency. Not to escape his enemies, but to avoid the pressures associated with his position and to pursue his scientific experiments. But not for much longer, Ophelia thought grimly. While you play with your toys, our enemies gather all around. And rather than confront them, you continue to dither. That must end. A squad of Imperial guards was stationed on the other side of the causeway, which could be blown up if necessary. They crashed to attention as the princess and her escort came to a halt in front of the security checkpoint. I'm here to see my brother, Ophelia said coldly. Let us pass. Of course, Highness, the officer of the guard responded respectfully. Is the emperor expecting you? No. Then I'll have to ask you to wait for a moment while I... The sentence was punctuated by a popping sound as Ophelia shot him between the eyes. The long-barreled pistol had been there all along, hidden within a fold of her knee-length leather coat. The officer fell as if pole-axed, and his men were still processing that event and trying to bring their weapons to bear when Ophelia stepped to one side. That cleared the way for the synthetics to open fire with their machine pistols. The hail of lead cut the human soldiers down in a matter of seconds. They lay in heaps. Ophelia nodded approvingly, circled the steadily expanding puddle of blood, and made her way toward the door beyond. There was no going back. Win or lose, the dice had been thrown. The study, as Emperor Alfred Ordanus referred to it, was a series of interconnected rooms that took up one floor of the royal tower. The furnishings included a stuffed velocipod from Okai 4, a messy lab, the daybeds that his dogs liked to nap on, alien plants, and at least a dozen androids in varying states of repair. 
or what looked like androids, although they were actually civ forms, meaning cybernetic vehicles intended for civilian rather than military use, because it was Alfred's dream to grant his subjects something close to immortality by providing them with affordable cyber bodies.